Well, who said overreactions are only limited to Monday? So, yeah, maybe we're a day late, but it's time to talk about the two teams that punched their ticket to the Super Bowl because uh, <clears throat> I get I get the hype behind Tom Brady's historic, what, for like the fourth time this is a historic Super Bowl appearance. I mean, this is no new ground that old Tommy boy is breaking, except for the playing the Super Bowl at home thing. That was kind of cool. But the overreaction from people making it sound like this was Tom Brady's greatest performance of all time and that he's a fine wine. He just gets better with age. I mean, did you guys watch the same game that I did? Because the game that I watched included Tom Brady throwing not one, not two, but three second half interceptions in any other game in any other world. Uh, The majority of the time you are going to lose when that happens. If I had come up to you on Saturday and said, hey, prop bet for you. Tom Terrific is going to turn it over three times and the Packers are still going to find a way to lose this game. None of you are taking that bet and you would be right to not take that bet because it's not something that happens. The Green Bay Packers who have been historically good in the red zone this year. We're not talking about an efficient red zone team. We're talking about what Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams were doing was great all right we've got an mvp caliber quarterback in the red zone multiple times a couple of times off of those turnovers and they only managed to get six points off the turnovers they couldn't finish a drive in the red zone to save their lives they're struggling with that immensely so i get it i totally i dig the hype i live for that hype you kidding me if you've been around long enough you know I want the best story. That's what I want. If my team can't be in it, then give me the most interesting thing. I think that's what we all want. We're humans. We want good stories. It's what gets us out of bed. But the thing is, in this situation, the story is the Tampa Bay defense. That defense is what held, if anything, it's either it's either Aaron Rodgers didn't do enough or it's a Tampa Bay defense. I choose to believe it's the Tampa Bay defense that did just enough. Although there are instances, there was a certain goal line situation where Aaron Rodgers looked to Devontae and in the middle, and all he had to do was beat Ndamukong Sue in a foot race to the corner. He could have ran it in. There are some situations, if you want to sit there with the microscope and, and look at all these things and say, oh, this was a big moment. This one really cost them. That's fine. We can do that. We're not doing it this episode. But the thing for me here is I don't want to hear any more from the Skip Baylesses of the world who tell me that Tom Brady is is at peak Tom Brady. He's not. He's doing great things still. By all means, defying conventional wisdom and father time and all that stuff. He did have 200 passing yards in the first half, all right? So it's not, I'm not trying to convince you he was a scrub last week either. That's not the case. 
But credit where it's due, man, give it to this Buccaneers defense. That's who won this game. That's who bailed Tom out. Much like all the people who now all of a sudden don't want to give Bill Belichick any credit because Tom Brady is going to a Super Bowl without him. And, oh my God, Bill Belichick couldn't win with Cam Newton under center and a bunch of JV wide receivers from Akron. Who'd have fucking thought that would be the case? Wow, Bill, you're some kind of a scrub now. But I digress. Congratulations to the entire Tampa Bay team. Leonard Fournette ran like a dog in that second half, by the way. Did you not see that touchdown run? Did you not see some of the things that that man did? There's a lot of credit to be had for this Tampa Bay team. And a little bit of blame to go to Green Bay. You know, two teams played. It wasn't just all Tom. He didn't do it all by himself. Let's put that to bed. I personally am incredibly happy to see it because, A, it broke, made, made a new new history for the league. I love that. And, B, we called it. We called it here. That's right, folks. Moving on to the second game, you now know. And if you don't know, now you know that your boys at Smoke Break Sports, most importantly this one, successfully predicted this year's Super Bowl. We called it Chiefs, Bucks. You'd have to go back a long way to maybe like, I don't know, season three of this podcast, maybe some some preseason stuff. We've been talking about Tom Terrific versus the future. That is Pat Mahomes. It's baby goat versus older goat, you know, however you want to look at it. We knew it. We've been here. We've been waiting for y'all to catch up. So now that we are all here, congratulations to Kansas City. Not much to be said, although... Admittedly, I hoped against hope that the Bills would keep it closer than they managed to. But, I mean, we talked about it. The Bills' offense seemed to struggle. They really could use some help in the running game. Josh Allen makes some crazy good plays, man. He makes plays that really only Pat Mahomes is going to make. But his decision-making at times gets him in a pickle. There's one play in particular on a third and short, I believe it was a third and one, they run the RPO triple option out of the shotgun. So he's got that ball in Singletary's bread basket. He's holding, holding, holding. He finally pulls it out. Now, mind you, the defensive end and the linebacker are sitting on Josh, all right? they No one plays Singletary. He runs about five to seven yards untouched straight up the gut. It all the correct decision is for Josh Allen to just hand this ball off, man. That's a first down all day. But instead, he pulls it at the last second. I'm not sure what the hell he is seeing that tells him, oh, my best option here is for me to hold this, and I'm going to stare down this defensive end and this linebacker, and I'm going to make a play. Now, what he does is exactly that. He stares them both down with a little stutter step, a flick of the wrist. He dumps one off. So I believe Knox, it was to a tight end, I believe it was Knox, and they gain like a yard and a half. They just barely are able to move the sticks. But again, so it was the flashy play. It was a beautiful, gorgeous looking play. You're like, ooh, man, it's cool that people can do that. That's something, you know, back when I was coming up, you would only see shit like that in college. And it's so refreshing to see that the NFL, because of the skills of the Pat Mahomes, the Josh Allens, the Kyler Murrays of the world that we are out here. We get to see these plays from the world's greatest athletes 
in their sport. Fantastic. However, it was not the right football decision. Hand that ball off to Singletary. He'll get you six or seven yards. While I'm talking about the man, though, I do not think he's the answer at running back for the Bills. You've got Josh Allen. You've got Stephon Diggs. I don't need to tell you guys how great of a season those two had. But that's not going to be enough. If you all want to get over, you want to get past that Jim Kelly plateau, you know, even Jim Kelly had Thurman Thomas. He still didn't win one, but you need you need a good running back. And in today's NFL, you can get one in this next draft. I don't know who it's going to be. Very often we are surprised. There's always at least one or two where we're like, oh, shit, didn't see that rookie running back coming. So the Bills have a chance here, but an ode to their season. Good job, Bills. Happy for you. I really wanted you to win so that I could say my team – lost to the eventual champions, but it wasn't realistic. It wasn't going to happen. The two teams we are left with are the two teams that at least offensively are stacked with the most talent. One of the few times your boy's been wrong this year was when talking about Antonio Brown. He's been a big help now. Granted, he hasn't been as noticeable in the playoffs been a lot of Chris Godwin talk first for his drops then for the balls he was catching um uh, just talent on both sides of the ball when it comes to catching I'm hearing Lev Bell and Antonio Brown are both going to be available for the Super Bowl as of now it's going to be a great game a real rock'em sock'em throw down I'm not going to give you my predictions now because you know I I want you to come hang out with me later you know it's two weeks we got so much time before the Super Bowl, we just can't we can't blow that load yet. But speaking of blowing loads, this one's been shot. And my apologies to you if you're actually on a smoke break. You might want to duck the uh, supervisor's gaze when you walk back in. We're over the 10-minute mark, and for that, I apologize. We'll see you next time. Find us on the internet, Smoke Break Sports. We're playing Fantasy GM later this week. Should the Raiders, who I'm hearing have some interest in Aaron Rodgers, should should or would they ever consider getting into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? We turn to our resident Raider for questions or answers to those questions. And I finally set the record straight on all these quarterback to the Colts rumors. All right. Is it Stafford? Is it Rodgers? Is it Samwise Darnold? I'll tell you later. See you this week.